We've got to park the calls just quickly. Because we've got a man who I believe. Now, the Big Bash starts tonight. He starts tomorrow night. We'll see him in Geelong on Sunday. Jake Fraser-McKirk is in ripping form, and the Big Bash is right up his alley, as we know, and he joins us now. G'day, buddy. Hey, Ken. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, excited to have a chat to you. Hey, mate, you're in ripping form, of course. Well, one day you're just taking it to the absolute slaughterhouse, any bowler that seems to front up. You must be really excited to enter this season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, um, the past few seasons for the Big Bash have sort of come in um, and, and not been too confident and... and it's good to see that this year, you know, I've come in with a bit of a different mindset and, and hopefully I can continue the, the start of the season through the Big Bash. When somebody's in a, a rich vein of form like you have been, there's always like certain t- uh, sort of turning points or, or things maybe tangible or non-tangible that they realise or enjoy a little bit more. When, when you're in this type of form, is there is there anything that you look at that you might have changed or you realise or you're feeling more comfortable about that you haven't quite been able to get to yet in this cricket career? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's just, you know, just going out there with, with a bit more confidence and, and being 100% committed to my processes and, and everything like that. Just because, you know, last few seasons I'd go out there and not really be, you know, confident in, in what I can do, sort of questions about whether I'm good enough to be at this level. Um, but then this year I sort of said stuff that I'm just going to go out there and, and pretty much, you know, just bat the way I bat and, and hopefully it works and, and it has so far. Just on that, is that something you, you sort of realise yourself you, you, if you're thinking about the game or is it someone you speak to? Is it a teammate? Is it a coach? Is it a, a sports psychologist? How, how, do you, how do you start to realise to try and just play more on instinct than overthinking it? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, we've, got, we've got many people at, um, at South Australia who, who help me out with that. Uh, batting coach, Stephen Subbing, he's, um, he's really good. He just says, go out there and, and just completely trust your process 100% and then working with the um with the mindset coach Dave Stevenson he's um he's also really good I've, I've had a fair bit to do with him and and yeah we're, we're working on some good routines and some good processes to go through when I'm out there in the middle is it something now that you know, when you're talking about the processes and the, and the routine both on and off the the cricket pitch is it something that becomes more natural within yourself as as the weeks sort of go by or do you have to find yourself keeping to remind yourself to make sure you stay in the, the frame of mind and the process continues to stay the same. Yeah, definitely. I think um, at the start when I was trying it out and, you know, obviously it's a change and you're going to have to train it and, and all that, but you have to get used to it. And, and um, in the period right where I am now, I'm, I'm sort of getting used to it, but I'm still, still definitely reminding myself the, um, you know, the things that I, the, I say, the things that I do on a daily basis. I'm very interested, mate, any any professional athlete that I have the privilege to chat to, when they're in an incredible situation, I'm always wondering what's going through their mind. So I need to ask you, you make 125 off 38 balls, you just go absolutely ham. When, when you're out there and you're seeing them like, not even beach balls, like whatever it's something bigger than a beach ball is and you're in that form, what what are you what are you thinking at the time? Are you, are you understanding the entertainment you're supplying every single cricket fan or are you just trying to make sure you stay with that process? Like, it, it was a remarkable innings, and it's one that, honestly, as we continue to talk about innings for Australian cricketers for a long period of time, we're going to talk about it. What goes through your mind in that moment? Yeah, I think it's just, we, we call it the flow state. So mm-hmm. when when we're in that sort of position, which is is not going to happen every single game. Um, yeah, it's called the flow state, and you want to you want to try and get to that position every time you bat, and working out a way we can do that. But obviously, 
some days you're just having an absolute day out and it all just happens naturally and you're just not really thinking of absolutely anything. Like, it, your mind is clear as you like and you're just watching the ball and trying to hit it and that's literally all I was thinking. Are you, are you a chatter? Are you, are you a chatter to a bowler or a fieldsman? Not in a necessarily negative way, but is there conversation flowing at all between the batsman and the bowler in that situation? No, not a lot. It depends if I like if I know, I know the bowler or any of the fielders, and you know had some like time together or anything like that. Like I was last week against the Vicks, I was talking to most of them because <laughs> you know I knew them and I grew up with them. So, yeah, that was good. But in that specific innings, no, nah, nothing there. Just just on that and that move to South Australia, you, you touch on the, the processes and the and the routines and the continual development of yourself. Was was the South Australian move and the, the reasons for it or what you've been able to gain experience-wise on the back of it been a big part of that? Yeah, I definitely put uh, put that as a massive part of it, definitely. Um, just a change of environment, you know, change of sort of scenery, um, everything's a bit more relaxed in, in Adelaide. So I think that's sort of transitioned into the way I play my cricket at the moment. All right, let's get into this big bash season because as I said off the top, I, I think you're a man who's absolutely going to be absolutely ready for it. Uh, you kickstart. I actually want to ask you this. Do you, do you find it unique? The Renegades kind of have two home games, uh, two home grounds. You have GMHBA Stadium down in, in Geelong where you'll kickstart your home season on Sunday, but also Marvel Stadium, which is unique in its own right. How do you find it? Um, I find it okay. I think most players find it okay because um, the domestic players, you know, we've obviously, like, say, South Australia, we've Adelaide Oval, and then you've also got Karen Rolton. So you're mixing home grounds there as well, you know, Victoria MCG yep. and the Junction. So it, it's nothing new, and I think um, I think the boys are sort of well, well acclimated to it. Um, and then the overseas, obviously, they've played all around the world, so they're... They're pretty comfortable with it, I'd say. Do you spend much time looking at the bowling lineup and and particular way you're going to approach it, or in the T20 format, is it just go out there, get in your groove, feel your instinct, and away you go? You have a look at the bowlers and and you see your matchups and things like that, but um, you always got to you know do your homework, especially in this form of the game, see what they've got, um, see what variations they bowl, and then you know look at the wicket and assess conditions and go from there. Just on that, is is that so? When you're sitting down and you're, and you're looking at you know, the bowlers and the homework and all the rest of it. Is, is that a is that a batsman group thing or is it individual? Um, it's more individual what you want out of it. We have an an analytics guy, uh, Lloyd Mash at the Renegades, who, who helps you out there and you just ask him whatever you need and he, he supports that. So, yeah, he's, he's been really good. Um, he gets all the video sources and everything like that. So, so yeah, um, it's more individual. Um, but sometimes we have batting meetings to just go through our plans and things like that as well. You did offer us a lot of highlights last year, in particular in the field, mate. You are, you're feeling that type of energy, and when those type of things happen in, in spectacular ways, that it, it is contagious, both from your team and the crowd. Do you feel that on the field? Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially when I'd sort of be fielding um, on the boundary and all the all the young kids at the front are asking me for a nice, another nice catch. So, um, yeah, it, it's good to be sort of someone that those those kids can and come to games and hopefully get a nice highlight out of or something like that, which which is nice. Now, just before we do let you go, mate, it's a huge tournament and you're in great form, but there's always a little extra edge, I think, to a T20 domestic season when there's a T20 World Cup in the calendar year. Do, do, do you allow yourself to, to think about that? Because I, I think it adds a little bit of incentive for so many players in our own domestic big bash. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm 
I'm sure a lot of players think about that. But for me, I just go out there and think about one game at a time and not look too far ahead into the future. Um, yeah, so all my focus is really on this next game against the Sixers on Friday. And it comes back to the processes and the routines of which you touched on and the fact you're playing so great cricket, mate. So uh, firstly, congratulations on a really nice start at South Australia in a couple of formats and good luck for the Renegades into the Big Bash. Thanks, Cam. Thanks for having me, mate. And it all starts tonight on the SN Radio Network. It starts tomorrow night for Jake and the crew of the Renegades and in Geelong for the Victorians as well on Sunday. And off the text just quickly, there we go. JFM is a gun golfer too. Absolutely flushes it. Well, the way that he swings the willow around, there's no real surprise that he does a similar thing with a three-wood. He's a star.